0: Welcome home. This is Audio EXP for the 2nd of March, and the episode's title is Unknown Scares. Lunar Shadows won the March vote for the Publisher Spotlight, and we'll start the process of getting in touch. I'm struggling to get in my head around the fact it's March already, My day job, I guess, has been incredibly busy and is eating time in that strange way where, you know, time pauses and vanishes at the same time. And I guess I'm a bit regretful that I didn't pack more into this Saturday, like going to see a movie and managing some better escapism. I could have got a game in. Perhaps that's influenced the Geek Native articles in this highlight podcast because there is some movie banter coming up. I'm certainly not regretful for the shortlist in the April RPG Publisher Spotlight. Let's hope, though, April doesn't sneak up too quickly. GeekNate's patrons can vote, and you can find the link to the poll in the transcript or in the RPG Publisher Spotlight page on the blog. Both of those are in the show notes. And so our candidates are Grey Plains, Bob World Builder, Planet Archipelago, Zozer Games, and Sly Flourish. Now, Bronwyn has written up a review of Vindication Swim. It's worked out well as our creative director is currently engaged on a project exploring our relationship with water, one which features wild swimmers. And Vindication Swim is set in the 20s. It tells the true and remarkable story of a woman who swims the English Channel, and then for reasons the movie gets into, has to do it again! I think swimming out into the great unknown is a courageous thing to do. I've gone swimming, and yes, this is humble bragging, off the reefs in Australia. It's both thrilling and spooky. I very much remember swimming up to the edge of the reef and looking down into the darkness of the sea and seeing something move. It was a dark and sinister shape. It cut through the water like a predator. What was it? Well, don't ask me. I fled. I swam back to the shadows of the reef. And Bronwyn has also been tracking alien Romulus, and I think you can see the connection. The darkness and the strange creatures of the ocean are, hopefully, the closest we'll get to the terror of the Xenomorphs. Evil dead director Fede Alvarez is helming the movie. And one of the stars, David Johnson, has stuck his neck out to say the movie will feel different from the others in the franchise. Wow, that's a bit mysterious, isn't it? We do have some sci-fi tabletop RPG news too. Modiphius has confirmed they will be making a second edition of Star Trek Adventures. The new edition expands from the 21st to the 32nd century and from the get-go include Starfleet and the Klingon and Romulan empires. You don't often hear of an IP-based RPG getting a second edition. Oh sure, it happens. I'm just saying it's rarer and it's a vote of confidence for the publisher. So well done, Modifius. A movie that I'm working hard to be open-minded about, and which I suspect Bronwyn is very sceptical of, is the Crow reboot. We've got the first image, of Bill Skarsgard as the Crow, and we're told inspirations include the like of Post Malone, but fans are suggesting it's more like Jared Leto's The Joker, and they're not saying that to be kind. There is, by the way, a Crow RPG, well at least an official setting, and that's managed by Evil Genius Games and powered by everyday heroes. Evil Genius Games have not had it easy, They first lost the Rebel Moon TTRPG after a weird spat with Netflix, and then they lost staff. Trouble started last year at Gamma, so when I heard that CEO Dave Scott was taking the company back to Gamma this year, I wanted to talk to him about it. There's now an interview live on Geek Native. I hope I've not been too pushy, but I suspect people wanted to know what's going on. For example, THOUSANDS backed Everyday Heroes in Kickstarter, expecting to get cinematic adventures in settings like The Crow, Kong Skull Island and Highlander. Will there be any more? Well, I asked the question as bluntly as that. I also asked whether they, as a company, could have handled the last few months differently. And yes, mistakes have been made. I asked how badly the Netflix loss had hit the company badly. I asked whether Evil Genius was a tech company or a games publisher. And well, if you're curious, it's all there to read. And if the Evil Genius and Netflix ended in divorce, then a partnership which seems to be gelling is Luke Gygax and Gooey Cube on the Tome of Gysengax. The Tome of Gysengax is a box- set mega-adventure and campaign setting. Oh yes, it's for D&D 5e, but not exclusively so. Any old-school RPG fantasy will work. And yes, it's leaning deep into the Gygax family name, but it's very much a lampoon, and I think that's the only way to do it. I really should do a second video on the production quality we've seen from Geekube because it helps explain why the Kickstarter is doing so well. People are excited. But, before we get onto to the single bundle offer in our outro this week, I want to highlight another project where I think production quality is superb, but for me perhaps too high. Matthew Lillard of Beadle and Grimm's also has a drinks company called Find Familiar Spirits, and they have a second character class of a whisky coming out, and it's called Quest's End Rogue. This time though it's coming to the UK, however it's about £120 a bottle. I drink whiskey, I don't collect whiskey, and that's an expensive dram. I can't afford it. I guess some people can, or others will buy it to collect it. Now, that bundle I told you about is one for one of the oldest RPGs out there, Chivalry and Sorcery, and the bundle is Chivalry and Rising Sun. The designer of the Rising Sun books is Lee Gold, an early female pioneer in tabletop RPGs and who, it is documented, had to hang up once on Gary Gygax who apparently couldn't get over the fact that Lee was a woman. And on that note, maybe go for a swim and I'll see you next week.